Hi, I'm Erica Darvis. Hi, I'm Amy Randolph. And you're listening to Podcast Rewind. We are two best friends talking hot topics and all of the podcasts that we're totally obsessed with. So come please be our friend on social media. You can find us at Podcast RWD on Instagram and Twitter. And then head over to Facebook and search Podcast Rewind. You can listen to our show wherever you're already listening to your favorite podcasts. Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever that is, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe because we need your stars to keep this show going. Cheers. Cheers. Let's talk podcasts. Hey, welcome to episode 47 of Podcast Rewind. It's our birthday episode. Hi, I'm your host, Amy Randolph. Across from me is Erica Jarvis, co-host in the Nook Tonight, celebrating. Hey, guys. It's our birthday. It is so our birthday, and not mine or yours of, like, the year or mother, yeah. you know, but our podcast is one year old today. It is. This oh. little engine that could did. Did. Look at us a year later, still on the same mics, still the same friends. <laughs> we made it. We were a little nervous for a second. We thought... Something was going to go, and I was like, well, I'm not letting go of this fucking podcast. Be cool, girl. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, we didn't really get into anything, but it's like, okay, you've been my best friend for well over a decade. Uh-huh. We're starting a venture together. I mean, we've lived together for like yeah. five years now, but, you know, this could really make it or break it. And here we are celebrating so many things, the podcast and our friendship still intact. Hooray. <laughs> exactly. I think this calls for some bubbly. This totally does, Amy. So our drink of the week is Chandelier Sparkling Wine, a product of Italy. And if I may read to everybody what this wine is. Oh my God. Is. It's full of itself. <laughs> as are we. <laughs> Chandelier sparkling wine makes the ultimate statement, brightening every occasion with its dazzling sparkle, while delicate bubbles and refreshing notes of apple, bright citrus, and ripe pear dance on your palate. This luxurious sparkler is sure to be the center of attention. And I pray to God it's not bad. (laughs) This is like the romance novel of champagne. Yeah. Okay, Erica is opening it live. This is the first time we're popping a cork. You've got to take the cage off. No, you're supposed to keep it on. I always take the cage off. I know. Well, I had a coworker who was a sommelier, and she said, you keep the cage on. Okay, well, cut it on the bias. That's <laughs> a 90-day joke for those of you out there. Oh. Uh, uh, didn't make the greatest noise, but it's open. It's not and the greatest podcast. Yes, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're pouring live. Um, so I'll vamp while we do this. Can I start getting us into obsessions just a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, here. You want it? I got it. Yep. Um, so, you know, I, I have a real obsession this week, but I just have to say real quick mm-hmm. that my favorite entertainment website right now, vulture.com uh-huh. started recapping my show, oh, 90 Christ. day fiance. Starting Please send with me help. The new season started last night. You guys or no, I'm sorry. Sunday. It's everything. Okay. I'm done. Let's cheers. cheers. Taste it. Okay. Okay. It's a pear. It tastes pear. Well, yeah, it's sparkling citrus. It is the center of attention. The sparkler is dancing across my palate. We threw in some raspberries to make it celebratory as well. It keeps it bubbly, too. I love to look at the raspberries that, like, have their own bubbles on them. Uh Uh-huh. It's effervescent berry. Okay. Can I tell you a secret? Sure. You know how you love a great Brut champagne? Yes. 
And I'm not saying I want spumante, but I don't mind when there's a twinge of sweetness to my champagne, and I've never Fair. shared this with you. No, you really haven't. You've been holding this back. <laughs> I, in all of my wines, I like a very dry wine. I just Sweetness to me, just like... I'll have um, sex on the beach if I want a sweet drink. Like, even a champagne to me, I like it to be really dry. But I do love to add, you know, like, orange juice. Like, I love a mimosa. And so I'll take that sweet, and then I want the champagne to be even more dry. And I think that's why I love to make mimosas with grapefruit juice, because it's got great tartness. Mm -hmm. And with a little bit of a sweeter wine, it really mellows out. Like I said, I'm never going full spumante because I don't hate myself. No. Why would you? I don't know. You're also but I not just, in college anymore. I'm like, you're not drinking Arbor Mist you, and I, you don't drink spumante. I never drank champagne in college. I did. We would have towards the end. Yeah. Once I could buy, I don't think that under 21, like I was having it at frat parties. No. But when I could buy my own alcohol, sometimes my friends and I would do like a champagne night. Oh, but I mean, I was drinking Andre. Of course. My one girlfriend, Beth, would drink Corbell, and I was like, oh, bitch, God, the fuck she knew for a living. Well, was she a Kennedy? Her mommy and daddy took care of some bills. Ah, uh, nice. <laughs> so nice. She, had, she had discretionary funds. Um, should we point out that we are drinking out of our specially yes. um, made for the podcast Drunkasode inscribed wine glasses from Best Friend of the Pod Bath? Yes, she so kindly hooked us up last Christmas with all of these amazing podcast rewind goodies. These wine glasses included, and as well as behind you is our original podcast logo, rewind logo on a blanket, and. Um, it was just the kindest thing. Like, what an amazing moment of support from a dear friend. It really was. And if you're following us on Instagram, you will see our original logo. Yeah. We threw back last night. Because last night was truly, like, the one-year calendar-wise uh-huh. of our pod. And now here we are, uh, like, a year and a day later. But celebrating yeah. the week of. Um, but you'll see our original logo. And when we get into this... If you're a new listener, I think you might be surprised by kind of how far we've come. Yeah. And maybe we'll inspire you to go back and listen to some classic yes, podcast exactly, rewind. Exactly. But before we do all of that, it wouldn't be podcast rewind without a quick touch base with what our obsessions are. I Absolutely. know you just mentioned your vulture recaps. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got another one, I'm assuming, coming yeah. up. I've got something like for real to talk about. Nice. Yeah. So you go first. My obsession is this weekend. I had a whirlwind weekend this past weekend, and it was so fun. You know, I'm such an extrovert. Being around people is my version of, like, a nap. It recharges me so much. Friday night, best friend of the pod, Beth, back-ended me into babysitting her little nugget, Henry, and we had a long yet fun night. So it was interesting to babysit a -a two-and-a-half-year-old. I feel one with Sophia the First. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Not a fan of Daniel Tiger's neighborhood, but you know it's not it's not for me. You learned, I learned, and then on Saturday met up with a dear friend, Craig, who actually designed our new podcast rewind logo. Yes, we shout caught out. up Thank over you. a great pokey bowl lunch and some coffee and just dished and talked crap. And it was super fun, and then we all ended up going to an Oktoberfest on Saturday night at Crooked Can, and that was. First of all, a jillion degrees. I was sweating my bum off, but it was so much 
fun. Well, there was plenty of beer available to cool you down. I am now the proud owner, as are you, mm-hmm. of a very large beer sign, which I don't think I got to share with you. You can bring that sign back to Crooked Can at any time, and it's $12 to fill it up. Okay, good to know. Right. Because otherwise I have a useless, very heavy <laughs> piece of glassware. Right. That does not yes. fit the cabinet. You can bring it back, and it's a $12 refill. Good to know. Which is Awesome. Yes. Um, and then on Saturday, we saw another friend of ours, Rachel. And so it was just like a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was just a really great friend feel, friend-filled weekend. Not going to say that. Three that times fast. Yes. What are you obsessed with, Miss Randolph? So I'm going to start with a, a rant that's going to turn into obsession. Okay. So you know how we all have cell phones? Yes. And how this is 2018 and you're just basically not alive if your cell phone isn't in your hand at all times. Yeah, mine's in the other room charging and if I start to twitch. Yeah, don't you feel just a little like, <laughs> like your Fitbit is buzzing because it's too far away from I just, its mother? I took, I took all that off so okay. I could focus. Great. Good. Well, I've got all my shit on. Anyway, I uh, have a cell phone and you know how it is. The two-year contract, at the end of that, you can renew your phone. They now make you pay in installments. Yep. Every month until you pay that whole thing off. Uh So I had been paying off the Samsung phone that I had, and I finally got there, and I thought, great, the holidays are coming. My phone bill is going to go down by $30 a month, and that's going to just help out with the bills and all that. And I have this free – it's just like when you pay off a car. You know, like, I own this piece of shit, and I can do what I want with it. And the phone was working. Everything was fine. And then one day, Literally, Erica, you know this already, but three days after I paid that bill, that last bill, and that phone was mine free and and clear, it fucking shut off. And you know how I feel about conspiracy theories. Uh Uh-huh. Look, you cannot tell me that this was not, they sent some evil ping (laughs) to my phone. You cannot convince me otherwise. But... I took it back to the store. Of course, there's nothing they can do. (laughs) And got suckered into getting a new phone. Yeah. So, you know, I'm pissed. I spent money I didn't want to spend. But I do have to say that when you have a new phone, (laughs) you feel like a new woman. Yeah, you're alive. I'm so alive. I'm choosing the apps. (laughs) And I'm re-choosing where they go and who's Uh in what folder and what notifications I care to have. It's like, you know, I'm purging and I'm gaining and this phone is frankly better than the uh-huh, last of one. So it's I'm, newer. I'm obsessed with my new, um, you know, handheld device. There's nothing better than also being like, I can buy a new case. Will I go exactly. to Caseify and design it myself? Do I want a special logo on it? What will I do? And you're like, what dress am I putting on my phone? Exactly. Or Whatever you want to put on the phone. Right. What kind, What tricks does this thing do? Yeah. How will it sing and dance for my pleasure? <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. Make calls, monkey, make calls. <laughs> so, yes. okay, so begrudgingly I bought a new phone, but I am obsessed with it. That is awesome. I'm happy for you. I could only get... Through to you via email. Yeah. So it, was, it was a couple of days there where I was disconnected. You were. You yeah. were. And that's only good when it's your choice. Right. No, I, yes. Yeah. A technology cleanse is only appropriate if you're the one putting yourself into do not disturb mode. Right. Like or, I didn't move into a cabin in the woods. Right. Where I wanted this. I was trying to live my life. <laughs> Speaking of living your lives, the last year has been a totally new thing for us. Absolutely. So I think we just kind of want to bring people up to speed. If you're new to Podcast Rewind or you've been with us since the beginning, kind of a refresher course on who Amy and I are and how we got to 
two girls in front of a microphone drinking every week. Yeah. So we have become friends, well, like I said, well over a decade ago. I was just thinking today about all of the birthdays that I could have legally drunk at. It was not my first birthday. It's podcast first birthday and we're drinking. Uh Uh-huh. But I only missed going to bars with you on my 21st and 22nd birthday. Yes. And ever since then, I won't say exactly how many birthdays it's been, (laughs) though if you're an avid listener, you You know. know. Um, That has been 12. (laughs) That I haven't missed a birthday drinking with you and vice versa. Yeah, it's... That is so crazy. Right? Do you think about that? Like, all of the different things we have shared... You know, especially with Beth in our group and other people that we've known. God, you've even come to Thanksgiving with my yeah. family a couple of times. Not to, like, get too sappy, but you and I and Beth have lived our adult lives together. Yes. You know, when we fully got away from college is when we met uh-huh. through our work at the time and our friendship has grown and changed and all three of us have gone through crazy life events. Yes. And we were went from young women to, like, full-fledged women together and you know different life events happen different ways yeah. you and I are now roommates uh-huh platonic platonic, platonic. absolutely but we don't even hug if you're two single men looking to date two girls who have a podcast we are so available hi baby hey um so a year ago you kind of started joking with me I did we just for our entire friendship happy hours hangouts pool parties we have been in a corner talking about pop culture, whether it was John and Kate plus eight mm-hmm. or some reality television, pop culture, no matter the medium, has been our thread. Yes. And so when podcasts started coming out with Serial, we were definitely talking about that a lot. Crazy. Hey. I mean, we were getting mad at each other if you would leapfrog oh, an episode yeah. over me, like stay on track. I can't let you know any more than I know. Or we would just Serial took overtook that December of 2014. Or we would just sit on the porch with a glass of wine and listen and not speak and yeah. just like listen for a solid hour. True. Like a candle lit, super romantic. <laughs> just listening to some, you Again, know, ad nod. Plutonic. Plutonic. <laughs> but we just found all of our conversations at happy hours or here in the apartment was about podcasts we've been listening to. And we joked around like, that can't be hard. I think we could do one too. And we were just like, well, what if we did? And what would it be about? And we had this, if you're a Seinfeld watcher, you know, their joke is, this is the show. show. And we started joking around. If we had a podcast, it would obviously be about podcasts. Ha ha. This is the show. This it's a show. podcast about, about podcasts. podcasts. Yeah. And then we laughed it off. Uh-huh. And then a couple weeks later, you and I and best friend B went to the Southern Women show at the Orlando Convention Center. Uh-huh. And the joke kind of came back up. And we all just looked at each other and went, yeah, but no. Yeah. I think we really want to do this. I think I mean it now. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And I remember we were talking and did we really mean this? I think we really did. How hard would it be? What would we call it? And I just looked at you and I said, podcast rewind. If you think about this show back in the day, total rewind. Rewind is such a recap concept. Right. And we're going to recap podcasts. That's what we always knew we wanted to do. We wanted to do the nightly conversations we were already Uh having. Erica, I heard this podcast today and I need you to know everything about it. And then sometimes you go, great, I'm going to listen to that. And then you would tell me one and Uh I would say, yes, I'm going to listen to that tomorrow. Or, you know what? I've got it. Thanks. Thank you for that info. It's in me now. Uh And we thought, maybe there's other people out there yeah. that want to know what podcasts to listen to or yes. just want to get a flavor of one and put that on their list for later or yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. 
That was the original intent. Like, let's mm-hmm. make podcast lovers out of podcasters people who are listening to podcasts or who want that deep dive. They don't have time to listen to eight podcasts in a week. So we could give you eight recaps in an episode or maybe six or introduce you to some and say, you go forth and go listen to the bitch Bible or, you know, here's my favorite murder. You're into true crime and how that just happened. Happened. So we bought a couple of mics. We still using them. Did so just don't have them. Did some research, sat down to do what we thought would be a test show and got real bold about ourselves <laughs> last year on October 22nd. And we posted it. And now we have a podcast that's a year yes. old. It's crazy to think that we put it in SoundCloud. Yeah, well, we were babies. We were babies. And within two episodes, we were like, whoa, no, we can't be in SoundCloud. We've got to be legit. Yep. And so, yeah, we did all of the legwork. We did all the research. Got a new host site. And within like a day or two, we were in iTunes. And then a week later, we were in Stitcher. And oh, it just kept crazy. coming and like... It and was I, amazing. It was overwhelming. And this is only the beginning in, yep. in so many ways. You know, I'm so hopeful, as are you, that the ball will keep rolling. Yeah. And so much. We know that we're going to keep this up. We're having a great time. Yeah. And we hope that more rewinders join us and roll down the hill in this crazy world of making your own show. Yeah. And like you said, we know we're going to keep evolving. And we just recently did. Mm-hmm. We had so much fun recapping all of our shows, but really realized... We could talk about a pop culture topic and educate ourselves with podcasts and then speak to that topic, teach listeners, share with each other what we've learned, and then also in that time, learn about four new podcasts or, you know, here's a news article I read or how can we keep evolving with the podcast medium using other podcasts and so that's what we've been doing lately, and mm-hmm. I have been having the most fun with it. Absolutely. I uh, I agree. I think that every good show evaluates itself often. Yeah. And maybe I'm being a little lofty with calling us good already. <laughs> but, you know, every show that's really interesting and evolving and listening to its audience, I think, really has to be okay with evolving and yep. changing a few things. And we did that recently, and... Um, I am also enjoying so much the format that we have fallen into. Yeah. And, you know, look, it's not that we haven't stumbled along the way. We yes. tried some stuff that didn't work. Yeah. And we took the risk. We tried it out. You know, an unpack is a little bit more than we can fit in a suitcase, turns yeah, out. It really is. I think we had a lot of fun with Missing Richard Simmons, but I yeah. think when it came to S-Town, you and I were like, Oh my god, I'm getting back on the mic again. Like, this is so much. It hurt my back. 100%. Yeah, these are not comfortable chairs. No. And I love you, Crate and Barrel. They look great. Maybe. They feel great. Yeah. In year two, we could start buying some podcast gifts. Yeah. Um, If we made some podcast money. So, at any rate, we've talked about how we've gotten here, but do you want to go back a little bit and reminisce about some of our favorite moments over the last year? Yes. So, what is your. What is your favorite episode that we've ever done? One of my favorite episodes is episode six. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. So we both created a list of our faves, and uh, turns out we picked the same for our number one. Tell us, tell me why. Because I recapped the lore podcast all about um, stories and like ghost stories and lores behind the doors of New York City. Yes. And I told you this amazing story that had an Alexander Hamilton bent to it. And the whale you let out on the pod was so excellent. The downside 
Right. So it was that the audio wasn't great on that episode. I was going to say, I did a real juicy true crime that week. Uh-huh. It was the Insane Clown Murder from yep. Martinis and Murder, um, which that's a podcast that we're both really connected to because we've made pod friends with someone that knows John, uh-huh. the host of Martinis and Murder, and we're both obsessed with Andy Cohen, who Darren, the other co-host, is his personal assistant. Yeah. Um, that podcast, I feel that was our sixth episode yes. and it's like, we had really hit our stride. We'd yeah. been doing it about a month and a half. We were on Stitcher. We were feeling good. Yeah. And it was the greatest rapport between you and I. Uh-huh. And then when we sat down to listen back, <sighs> our hearts broke. I think we drank a lot. Yeah. Because the audio is shit. And I'm so sorry, Rewinders. Yes. I, I... If you like stadium sounds, <laughs> you don't mind a little static, a little static, a little reverb. Six is a gem, but again, we were amateurs and we are self-producing. Yep. So that was a week where there was a setting wrong in GarageBand. Oh. We still don't know what it is. I don't know. <laughs> um, that's super funny. Um, my one of my favorite episodes yeah. that we ever did, and it's so funny. This is so early, but episode three, we learned things. Uh huh. Um, I talked about the screen murder. Yeah. I do a lot of true crime and I did early on and that's when I was starting to feel more comfortable about talking about murder yeah. on this podcast. But I also did some like, um, I did the stuff you should know the Simpsons episodes, uh-huh. which is so sentimental to me and my yep. family. And then also I talked about the stuff you should know how exorcism works, yes. which you almost picked to do. So yes. we almost doubled our, um, our like recap that, or I mean, our pop up that week, and then you had a really great one that week, the Millennials Guide to Kissing, yeah, about the people on the plane and the see you never, see you never, and these people that connected on this plane. It was a love and radio podcast, uh-huh. and these people connected on this plane. They kissed, sitting yep. right there in the seats, and they got to baggage claim, and she's thinking like, "Wow, what a mute cute," and he turned to her and went, "See you see never." Um, I love that episode. Uh-huh. I still think about it. What's another one you loved? I loved Dirty 30. <laughs> that was a great episode. And I loved the fact that we were starting to get into a stride where we kind of had themes. We did a whole Florida episode. We had a very 90s-centric one. And we saw that themes kept popping up without us trying. Yeah, like, like almost on accident. Like we were in the same groove or whatever. Yeah. And we would accidentally pick podcasts that fit together when exactly. we were doing our different recaps. Yeah. And so we knew episode 30 was coming up. And nothing is funnier than a Dirty 30. And so we were like, everything we're going to pop up and recap, it's going to be a little not suitable for work. And I had so much fun. I found so many great podcasts to listen to. My Dad Wrote a Porno is one of the most popular <laughs> podcasts out there. Yes, it really and is. that was such a hoot to listen to. You had some really great ones. I believe you had Sex With My Mom podcast. Mm-hmm. And then they even picked us up and That's recapped right. us on their show and oh, played they were, our audio. They were very kind to us. They were so cool. Good and, new pod friends. Yeah, and just felt like that was a great one across the board. I um, I think, so this is my third one um, that I'm going to bring up. My One of my favorite episodes is the first time we ever had a guest and it was episode 15, The Mother of All Podcasts. Yes. So this was in January of this year. My mom was in town visiting. And at the time, we had religiously podcasted 
our, recorded our podcast on Sundays. Yep. And my mom was here on Sunday, so I joked with her, like, hey, if you're in the apartment on a Sunday, you got a podcast. Uh-huh. So she was our very first ever guest, which is something in year two I think that we should look forward to is yes. getting some more guests Absolutely. here and, you know, more pod friends on the mic. Um, you know, the podcasts that we talked about were not the most remembering. You did a um, Stuff Mom Never Told You. Um, I did Done Disappeared, that uh, true crime. Oh my God, that was so um, funny. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Spoof. Spoof, thank you, podcast. But we talked a lot about Me Too. We did. My mom said that an NPR, uh, The Fresh Table, I think it was, was her favorite podcast. But I just really enjoyed having a third voice on the mic with us, and it was really fun to bring my mom in. I agree. That was really good. I think we did Bloody Marys for that one. Yeah, I think we did. Yes. Well, then... If that was your third favorite, I'm going to round it out with a newer one that we've done recently. Okay. I mean, telepathically. You must know what my third favorite is. No, hit me. The MLM episode. Oh, yeah. Sure. (laughs) Sure. I mean, that was our new format. We were really using other podcasts to kind of educate listeners and have a really good conversation in regards to MLM. So multi-level marketing. Is it a pyramid scheme? They'll tell you it's not. I will tell you it is. Um, But I loved the new format, and I am deeply obsessed with MLMs in a way that, like, I don't understand how people are in them and don't know that it's a pyramid scheme. I'm all for if you want to get into selling Scentsy and you know what you're getting into, cool. But don't tell me it's not a pyramid scheme. Don't be ridiculous. Let's all call a spade a spade. Exactly. And I just... Loved that one, though I know you and I joke that, like, we are going to get a knock on a door at one oh, night. Right. Like, they're going to come for us. I was ready for the militia to Same. come, on the, especially on the internet. Yeah. But, um, you know, they didn't. I don't know if that's good or bad no. for our show. Um, do you have one more? I, will, I have a question for you. Okay. So, we drink every week on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is your favorite drink when we're podcasting? You know, when we were doing Sundays, uh-huh. I, I think I wanted champagne or yeah. a Bloody Mary all the time. Now that we do weeknights after work, uh-huh. I'm a lot more into beer. Yes. Because I just, that's like an unwind uh-huh. drink to me, whereas a champagne is a ramp up exactly. drink to me. But I got to say, having this champagne right now, I mean, well, as that's... Heather Dubrow says, champs is important at all, all times. times. And I, so I'm going to have to go ahead with the, with the granddaddy uh-huh. and say champagne is my favorite thing to drink on the mic. I think I agree with you, especially because you can't chug it. You really yeah. have to sip it a little bit. No, I'm working on getting a glass in a second here. <laughs> um, but you're right. When we did Sundays, that Bloody Mary was just so typical of like a Sunday brunch kind of thing. But I think we realized in the last couple of months and weeks, we want people to feel like they're at a happy hour with us. Mm-hmm. And there's no better drink for a happy hour than a glass of wine or a nice cold beer. And it has been Hot as balls in Florida lately. And sometimes you just really need a nice cold beer. And so, the podcast works. You got to be careful, though. These mics will pick up anything and everything. For sure. I have an uncontrollable problem with coughing on the microphone. And I'm so sorry, Rewinders. It just, it gets away from me. I can't help it. So, okay, we're going to come back and do some more reminiscing later. Yeah. But we were kind of thinking, how do we prepare for this birthday yes. show? And we thought, you know, in celebration of our podcast, shouldn't we pay it forward, lift it up, yes. and celebrate the best of the best that's going on in the podcasting world right now? Yeah, exactly. So we thought, what are the best? And we went, well, let's go to the trusty old iTunes 
and see who's the top 10. And this is the top 10 of iTunes. We are under the category of society and culture. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of other categories, as we discussed a few weeks ago. There is not a true crime category, but you can find family-friendly, health and fitness, spirituality, and religion. But we really wanted to see what is the overarching top 10 that is out there right now. And again, on iTunes, it's not um, picked by critics. It's like crowd chosen. So these top 10 I think on it's iTunes. Like by how many streams or downloads, right? Streams or downloads, right. So this is what people are really out there listening to. So today is Tuesday, the 23rd of October. Uh-huh. And how about I just call out what the top 10 are? Okay. And then Eric and I, for our homework for this week, have listened to most of, if not all of these yes. top 10. And we'll just kind of talk about it. Yeah. So, do you want me just to run down the list? Yeah, let's go for it. Let's start with number one. Okay, so as of today, it's um, the Joe Rogan Experience, his episode, J-R-E-M-M-A show number 46 with Ari Shafir. So, I listened to this today, and I have tried to listen to Joe Rogan episodes and shows in the past. He is a stand-up comedian. He's a host Fear Factor, Yes, he I did. think. Mm-hmm. He's kind of an aggressive Personality he was guy, in Fear Factor too. That was kind of his shtick. Yeah, he was shock jock in yes. your face, exactly like a Howard Stern kind of thing. So I have seen clips of him on the internet and was just a little like hovering over the play button. But this episode today was great. His host was um, so knowledgeable. There were so many different variant conversations they were having from entertainment industry to just life in LA and restaurants, and it sounded like two because they were. Um, good friends, just had like two bros over lunch kind of talking about life. And I really enjoyed it. There was no aggression. There was no aggressiveness. I will say he's a very popular podcaster. It took me up until about minute eight and a half for the show to start because the whole thing was ads to begin with. Oh, yeah. And I don't believe for five fucking seconds his favorite underwear are meat undies. (laughs) But like that's my own personal thought. I think he's one of those... Whereas, like, Howard Stern does have great conversation, but can just needle and get go too far sometimes, and that's his shtick. With Joe Rogan, it's a long podcast. It's, I would say, over two hours. I, I have heard that. I know that there are people out there, especially kind of bro dudes, that yeah. don't listen to a wide variety of podcasts. Um, especially, I know one bro in particular who's like, oh, I only listen to Joe Rogan. Uh-huh. It's definitely, I think it's easily palatable for yes. that particular audience yep. who's, you know, uh, a masculine guy who's looking to listen to kind of a Howard Stern-esque type show yeah. um, when Howard's not on. Exactly. You know? I think like Dax Shepard, but without any of the kindness. Mm-hmm. I don't, there's, there's just such a difference, you know what I mean? It's just two guys talking, but... And he, I, another episode I saw was Roseanne Barr. That wasn't for me. I do think this is a daily podcast, so you mm-hmm. can really pick and choose what you want to listen to. Yeah, I think he does five days a week, and I do think he goes about three hours. So very much like a morning show format. Yes. Again, kind of back to a Howard. Correct. I don't know how I would talk to you for three hours, but if I have a format, if I have ads, if, you know, yeah. I've got guests, I could see how you could do three hours a day. Sure. And I think the beauty of podcasts is that, you know, if you miss Howard Stern's show from 9 to 12, I'm making that up. Yeah. In the morning, you know, it's gone unless you've got serious on demand uh-huh. or whatever, but with a podcast... You can listen to Joe Rogan's podcast whenever you want. Exactly. He's got three hours for you every day, uh-huh. and you can fit it into your schedule. Yeah, so many people are, you know, third 
shift or, you know, mm-hmm. second shift. And they're sleeping during a lot of morning shows. And these kind of podcasts can give them exactly what they're looking for at the touch of the, like, of the play button. Awesome. So number two on the list is the New York Times. Um, the podcast is called The Daily but it's produced by the New York Times. And the title today for number two is Who's Allowed to Vote in Georgia? So I didn't listen to this one, but I've listened to The Daily before. So it's basically, again, a news snapshot. If you're not catching CNN right now, if you have, if you don't have a subscription to the New York uh, Daily News, or the New York Times, yeah. excuse me, um, this is your way for you to audibly catch a snippet of the news, and they're going to give you one specific story, Yep. and they're releasing one or two, I don't know how yeah. many a day. I'm surprised that it sits at number two, and I'm also happy yeah. that uh, folks who majority-wise are going to listen to podcasts are looking to get their snippet of news for the day. Yeah, to me, this is the perfect podcast for somebody in a um, big city who's walking to work or taking a subway and can download it to their phone. And I'm guessing it's number two, and a lot of these are at these high levels because they're subscribed to and auto-downloaded. Yes. So this, like, it's a... These are generally less than half an hour. Like I said, I've listened to another one that was on the top 10 list that we'll get to. But I think these are the ones that, you know, in that quick commute, you are up to speed on a major new subject and you can talk at the water cooler accurately. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's that pod cough. <laughs> There's that pod cough. Um, I, I actually have to say, when I was looking at this top 10, I was reminded when I was in college, I literally had an iPod. Same. And when I would plug it into my desktop computer, I did have a setting that I would download NPR's like top 10 news yeah. of the day. And I would listen to that on the treadmill uh-huh. when I went to the student rec center. So I kind of, I can't believe this. I forgot. I have been listening to podcasts. Oh, totally. Because a podcast started with an iPod. Uh-huh. That's really where it all started. Here are these MP3s that you can download to your MP3 player mm-hmm. that are not music. What do you call it? A podcast. Cast. It's Casting. Not a, it's not a broadcast. Yes. It's a podcast. Yeah. So at any rate, it, when I saw this on the list, I went, oh yeah, I used to do that all the time. Right. Okay, we do need to have that origin of podcast show. Totally. Anyway, number three. Number is, three. It's a sports podcast. Yes. So number three is from Barstool Sports. It's the Dave Demchak. It's called Part of My Take. And the episode is Dave Demchak, full week seven recap. And I will say, within five minutes, I had to be done with this not one. Your it bad. is... Barstool Sports is a very specific kind of listener. You know, they go to Hooters, they watch the games, loud. You just feel like you're in the middle of a sports bar and 10 guys are shouting stats at you. Right. And can't believe you don't know that so-and-so got checked at the hockey game last week and we're pissed and our city can do better. You're not playing, man. (laughs) I can see that there is absolutely an audience for that, though. thousand percent. Now, since I've been more in the podcast arena as a podcaster... Um, podcast connoisseur. I've, I've heard a lot about barstool sports. Yeah. So I correct me if I'm wrong, but they are a network of radio and podcast shows. Yes. And so they have several different shows under the umbrella of part uh-huh. barstool sports. But this one is called Pardon My Take. Mm-hmm. So I'm very novicey. That's all right. Okay, so number four is The Bill Simmons Show, and the episode that's at number four today is called The Feel Good Underdog Patriots. And a Rams, I see. I think that's Bonanza. So again, that's clearly another sports show. Yeah, we're talking that. It's obviously it's football season. 
Uh, look, I like football, by the way. Same. I'm not a huge sports nut, but I very much enjoy sports. Yeah. But um, it's not the thing that... Uh, my sports are housewives, you know? Yes. But I, I completely you respect... You and Michael before. I completely... Again, you know, I can totally see... Um, men and women who are on the treadmill or have a, their lunch break and they're walking around the city or they're on the subway and they didn't get to catch ESPN yep. this morning, but this is how they're getting their sports news. And I think, just like you mentioned, the housewives. We listen to so many Bravo recaps because we want to be told that our opinions are fact that we had about watching that show. Right, I validation. Think we want that validation. I think that sports fans are no different and they had. Saw, saw a game last night, ref made a call, they're mad at that ref. Now they're going to go listen to Barstool Sports. They're mad at the ref, too. I'm validated. We hate the ref. Like <laughs> Totally. It's the um, Monday morning quarterbacking. Of, yeah. You know, like, we all feel the same way. Um, okay, so number five is another NPR. Well, not another, but is the first of that we see on the list of NPR shows. Um, it's called Up First, and the title of the show is just Monday, October 22nd. So I did not listen to this. Did you? Yeah, I listened to this today. It was less than 20 minutes. This is exactly what you think it is. It's just headlines. Here's a headline. Here's a quick summary. Trump did this. <laughs> Trump did that. <laughs> just a really quick highlight reel. It's another one of those perfect ones for when you are taking a shower. You just want to hear what's going on in the news. It's the same thing. Like, my Google Home will do it when I tell it to wake me up if I want the news. I'll be like, good morning, Erica. And here's, like, the top headlines. It's like, thank you. I, just a quick briefing. I think I should put this in my um, yeah. in my, in my downloads because I pretty much every morning when I get ready listen to the lead with Jake Tapper from CNN. We love Look, Tap Tap. I know it's a biased news source, but I am openly in love oh with my Jake God. Tapper. Very know, much so. I know he's happily married, and I know that I don't threaten his wife <laughs> even a little bit. But look, hi, Jakey. So hot. Jakey. <laughs> I love it when he takes down Kellyanne Conway or Stephen Miller. or Well, when he told Stephen Miller to relax, uh, I melted inside. He basically told him to calm down. Oh, it was so good. But yeah. I listen to that every morning. Wrap up your feelings. Right. So um, his, his show is, you know, the day before. So, like, on Tuesday morning, I listen to his yes. Monday daily show. So, but, you know, maybe... Maybe to get, like, the all-over headlines, which I probably would get some more international headlines yes. with NPR. Yeah, absolutely. So, something I should probably look at and maybe switch Jakey in and out. Yeah, with, it's less than 20 minutes. With, um... It's really not even your drive door. Right. With the Up First podcast Correct. from NPR. So, number six today is Season 2, Episode 8 of Up and Vanished. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a true crime podcast. The title of this particular show is The Phone. Um, I'm not listening to Up and Vanished this season, and but I, I completely know what this show is yeah. about. It's very much, there are other shows like it, like Someone Knows Something, uh-huh. um, The Gone Podcast. It's a true crime story that we don't know the ending of, and they're chasing it down episodically. Yes. If you are an avid listener of Podcast Rewind, you heard us unpack Unconcluded. Uh-huh. Um, also, if you heard us on the podcast movement, um, what was that one called? Where they interviewed us at the uh, meetup. Yeah, well, I biffed that. Yeah. We talked about Unconcluded with Jared from Podcast Movement. Hey, Jay. Hey. And, uh, you know, but Up and Vanish is a very similar podcast. It's one that is on my list and downloads to my phone, but I've not picked up this season yeah. yet. But since it's number six on the list, I guess people are enjoying it. So I think maybe so. it's something I should dive into. Absolutely. Well, 
With that being said, Amy, what is number seven on the list? Okay, so I, I'm like, I haven't listened to this. I haven't listened to that. I listened to number seven, and now this is this week's episode of This American Life. This American Life is an NPR Sunday show, which I has been on for years. Yeah. It's hosted by Ira Glass. It's on every Sunday on NPR. And it is iconic. It's iconic. And like I was saying to Erica last night, I couldn't wait to listen to the show today when I saw it on the list because it feels like I'm going to get a hug. I was so, I was a very uh, well-in-tuned NPR girl in my college days. And also when I worked down here in Florida for a while, I worked a lot of Sundays and I would drive into, wait, wait, don't tell me, Car talk, Ugh. this American life, and then um, ask me another. I really That's that thought, Sunday lineup. I thought Click and Clack were uncles of mine. The way it was listened to so much in my house from Car Talk. Y- you're right. Yes. it is a hug. It's nostalgic. It is America. If I may sit down with you on this particular episode of This American Life yeah. and tell you about it because it was a spectacular yes, show. Please. So the episode is titled The Radio Drama Episode. Cool. And it was 90 minutes long. Now, This American Life is typically 60 minutes. And this one was extended, and they were um, broadcasting from the Brooklyn... Oh, shit. Brooklyn... They were broadcasting from Brooklyn from a a royal... Or, like, an arts academy. Okay. Totally biffing it. Meant to write that part (laughs) down. All good. If you've ever listened to This American Life or just NPR, you know that they do a lot of journalistic. Yes. um, This American Life, the story tells, you know, that title is self-explanatory. Yes. Um, But so they did stories, uh, journalistic stories, but through form of art. Cool. So the first story was called Help the Opera. And it was really funny. This woman who is an opera singer um, kind of moonlights by reading children's books on tape. And she got profiled because she was in New York performing in an opera and she was staying in her hotel room and she had a deadline to record this children's book. And the hotel room was a little noisy because Uh of New York City. She goes into her closet with her recording equipment and is reading the book, and then like, oh shit, I forgot something out in my room. Realizes she's locked <gasps> in to the closet inside of a hotel room, and her cell phone is charging outside. All she has inside is her iPad, and she can't connect to the Wi-Fi in there. So she is stuck in this closet, and she's been in this closet for 46 minutes, and she finally hears somebody coming by in the hall, and they're speaking German. Because she's an opera singer, she knows a good bit of German. So uh-huh. she's screaming through the hall, but these Germans are like freaked out and they run away from her. Yes. Eventually a maid comes by and, you know, the maid has a master key and gets in and saves her. But they like kind of make up to explain her. So they tell that story real quick, but then they make up this opera called Help. Hilarious. And then this, so there's several parts to this 90-minute uh, radio drama episode. The second part is a Broadway musical written and narrated by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Completely unfamiliar with his work. <laughs> well, you shouldn't be. <laughs> um, and it's called 21 Chump Street. Hilarious. And 
Now, I do have to say, I wonder if this episode actually premiered for the first time on Sunday because Ira Glass introduced Lin-Manuel as, you may know him from In the Heights on Broadway, oh. which is his show. I mean, obviously, since 2015, he's known worldwide for Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if this was a rebroadcast. Sounds like it. But Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote a, a 12-minute rap musical called 21 Chump Street, which journaled a real story of Justin and Naomi. Justin is a high school teacher, or excuse me, a high school student. Naomi is a undercover cop that enters the school. So remember like 21 Chump Street, 21 Chump Street. So Naomi is there to uncover drug rings. Uh Justin creates immediately a huge schoolboy crush on Naomi. Has no idea, of course. Of course, never does. And... Paul's in love. Naomi, what do you, I want to take you to prom. I'm in love with you. And the songs are beautiful, which, Aww. by the way, you can buy this musical on, like, iTunes. That's awesome. Um, and you can also buy, I think, from NPR for a dollar, like, it's choreographed. So you can see the whole 12-minute oh, cool. presentation. They've got sets, costumes, the whole thing. But the real story goes... Justin falls for Naomi, is begging her to be with him, and so she starts hanging around with him, and she's like, hey, Justin, do you have any pot? Do you know how to get any pot? And he's like, oh, no, I don't do that, but, I mean, if that's what you want, I'll get that for you, because he's smitten with this girl. So he goes, and he, you know, works some connections, and he winds up um, getting some marijuana and is giving it to her, and she goes, oh, no, I need to buy it from you. He says, I want to give it to you. No, I need to buy it from you. And so he's like, okay. And as soon as he accepts money, he got caught. Oh. So he was fully entrapped into this. Yes. And the story, you know, really ends up with he doesn't smoke pot. He's not in that world. But he got entrapped into selling it to this undercover cop. And now he went to jail for a week. He's on three years of probation. And he was accepted to college the next year and lost all of his... <sighs> Um, he, he can't go to college now. He's, you know, he's now not a felon, but has a major misdemeanor on his yes. record. His life was ruined because he fell in love with this girl that he didn't know was an undercover cop. And is this entrapment actually ethical? And Naomi, the undercover cop, is like, uh, she talks very openly about how her family was ravaged by drugs and she needs to eradicate this. From, so she feels no remorse, and which so, such an interesting ethical story, yeah. but then told through a rap musical written and narrated by Lin Manuel Miranda. I I can't explain how much more brilliant it was. I'm sure. And then the one of the, the next piece, there's a piece after that that I'm not going to even touch. But yeah, Mike that's Ber- good. Mike Berbiglia does. Oh, we a love it. Long thing called Catsachusetts. Funny. That you need to listen to. So. Um, number seven this week, This American Life titled The Radio Drama Episode. Had it not been on, I'm so glad it was on the top seven or the top ten this week, so I listened to it. Um, but it certainly would have been a, a pop up of mine had I not been talking about it. Cool. So I know that was a little bit longer, but I fully loved it. That's great. Well, with that being said, number eight is from. The masterminds at NPR that got us hooked on podcasts to begin with, Ira Glass and Sarah Koenig, presenting Serial Season 3. And this is all about life in a... East Cleveland. East Cleveland Mm -hmm. prison slash jail? 
Well, Courthouse? basically the entire judicial system yes. is Cleveland. And the mistake on um, the lake. Right. So, exactly. Episode 6 was dropped this week. Uh-huh. And typically with Serial, in episodes 1 and 2, we've seen her deal with one story. Uh-huh. And this season, she's dealing with several, but intertwining and weaving them. Yeah. So, I've been listening a little sporadically to Serial this season, but I did listen to episode 6 because it popped up at number 8 this week. Which spurred me to go back and listen to five, and I think I need to, I listened to one and two, but just at work, and didn't um, let that soak in, but you know what, I'm going to find some time and go back and really let Serial hit me for season three. Yeah, and if you have any questions about the judicial system here in America and want to learn a little bit more, it's a good deep dive. It's a microcosm. It's East Cleveland. Need to understand what's going on in this world. And just from this one city, you can imagine that the stories you're hearing about this one town are in your town. They are in every town. And you should be a little angry. The cogs in the wheel of the judicial system. It's something that Sarah Koenig so brilliantly has uncovered in episodes one. And frankly, I didn't listen to all of two. And I was a little disenchanted with three. But um, listening to six today, I was hooked. And I went back to listen to five. And I almost cried on my drive home from work today. Yeah, so I can imagine. It's you tough. Serial is a very well-produced show. Again, NPR on the list. Well, they, I, they invented us listening to somebody talk at us for an hour plus. That's right. what they've been doing since they have started. They're the number one. Absolutely. All right. Well, speaking of numbers, what is at number nine? One of my shows, My Favorite Murders, Minnesota number 93, comes in at number 9 for the top 10 of today. I frankly haven't listened to this episode yet, but if you guys know anything about Podcast Rewind, My Favorite Murder is a show I talk about often. It is one of the most popular podcasts out there. In fact, when I looked up the top 10 yesterday, Monday, their um, full episode from Thursday was at number 4. Uh I think. So My Favorite Murder, I think, is always going to debut somewhere in that 10. I think the only thing that really stands My Favorite Murder apart from other true crime podcasts is that it is a true crime comedy podcast. Yes. And heavily focuses itself on the comedy aspect. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's your bag or it's not, but it's very, very popular. Yeah. And so then to round it out again, we have... The New York Times, once again, with The Daily, a new climate tipping point. And this is all about the tragic information that we found out in the last week or so that the Earth is warming and... We got 12 years, peeps. Well, so I listened to this one and it was a really good deep dive into all of the information that the scientists had come out with recently. So with the Paris Climate Agreement that... Deeply, unfortunately, we are no longer a part of, and it is one of the worst things that's happened to us in quite some time. Years ago, it was decided upon that, you know, if the Earth's oceans warm up by two degrees Celsius, we are in a catastrophic situation from a climate change perspective. But a lot of tiny islands kind of raised their hand that day and said, but what if the ocean were to raise their temperature by 1.5 degrees Celsius? What will happen to us? What will happen? And the scientists were like, great question. 94 scientists in their spare time volunteered to go back and figure out what would happen if the earth warmed by 1.5 degrees Celsius. And that's the information that came out recently. And it is no different. And, and then if we raise this, this episode, okay, great. basically what they're saying is if we're talking about at two degrees warmer, polar ice caps just gone, 
Cat 5 hurricanes all of the time at 1.5 degrees warmer. Yeah, same thing. That half a degree does not matter. Another podcast to get you angry and make you want to recycle, do like, whatever you can. It might buy stop us emissions. two more years, but it's it's still going to overtake. So they're our. saying that by 2050, we're going to see some major changes. But by 2030 to 2050, expect to see those changes start happening more rapidly. And by 2050, right. it would be a constant. The catastrophic storms and that. Uh-huh. Yeah. By 2030, if we don't change what we're doing like today. Correct. It's great. Like I said, it really breaks down in layman's terms what these big articles are saying in the New York Times. Awesome. And I think that that's awesome. Like I said, it's great fodder for the water cooler. You can come in with a lot more information if you listen to a lot of these podcasts that we talked about that are on the top 10. And I think, like you said, this is what everyone's listening to. It makes sense. They want sports. They want news. They want a little bit of entertainment. And that is what everyone is listening to. And how we can get our butts into a top 10 I don't know, but knock on wood. Although no, but we can try. We can. We're going to keep plugging along. Yeah. So, you know what, Amy? Should we round this out and ask each other some fun little podcast questions? Yeah. We thought, you know, we want to start kind of playing around a little bit more before we get into our pop-ups. So, Eric and I are basically going to, like, mini-interview each other. Yes. About our show and the year that we've had. Yes. Do you want to go first? Yes. So, Amy, Mm -hmm. if you could host... Any podcast in the entire podcast world, what would you host? Okay, can I sidebar question? Yeah. Am I co-hosting or am I taking over someone's You are show? now part of the show. Okay. Um, watch what crappens. All right. It's watch. just my bag. Yeah. I know it. I know the universe. I know how they talk. I think that I'm good at impressions of the housewives. <laughs> I'm not, but neither are they. Yeah. And I would love to get on the mic with Ronnie and Ben and like dive deep into a Dallas episode. Yeah. I said for myself, I would do Lady Gay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Especially because they're also getting into TV show. So like, let me do it at all fucking angles. <laughs> okay. I have a question for you. Sure. If you could, in our catalog of 47 episodes, some drunk episodes and some unpacks, delete one episode, never to be heard again, which one do you think it would be? Ooh, that's a really good one. What I delete? I have to really think hard and thought. I would say maybe one of our early ones where our audio was really crappy. Okay. Not number six, because I think that episode was great. It's charming. I also... Maybe our Christmas one a little bit too. We rushed that one. I was hungover as fuck. You were Podmas. I mentioned that I had to like run an errand, and he like yelled at me on I the did. mic. I was yeah, like, "It was a great rapport." <laughs> I would delete that S Town unpack. Oh yeah, I can see that as well. I think that that's another thing that we realized is that like when we force ourselves into Sundays. Because we were doing so much of our recording on Sundays. We lost a weekend. Totally. We were spending the morning prepping. We were doing all the stuff. We were on the mic by 4. And it was like, now it's like, fuck, what What are you doing at 6 o'clock on Tuesday? Nothing? (laughs) Me too. Let's fucking pod. But yes. All right. I agree with those. Okay. Amy. What pod can you not go through your week without listening to? This is the one podcast you must listen to every single week or you're not okay. Um, you know, I, that's a hard one because my mood changes. Yeah. I really think for a long time, and I, I have not listened to it in a while, but I went back today and went, what the fuck have I been doing without this show? Pod Save America. Great one. 
It's a really good one. Yeah. I have not in a couple of months, though I don't listen to nearly as much or watch nearly as much CNN or uh-huh. anything. But, you know, with the midterm elections coming up, of course, it's piquing my interest. But in general, I need to stop being one of those lackadaisical people that unless things are important, I'm not paying attention. And Pod Save America very much fits in with my view of yeah. America and politics. And it's something that I used to live or die by. Yeah. And, um, I mean, just for the information and for the opinions helping to, again, not shape my own opinions, but help me formulate eloquently what I was already thinking. Yeah. I said for myself, Lady Gang, I used to think it would have been like the Bitch Bible, but lately I have not been enjoying the Bitch Bible mm-hmm. as much as I used to. But with the Lady Gang, I know exactly what I'm getting. Two episodes a week, there's like a mini soap where the girls all just chat, and then the other episode, they've always got an interviewer or interviewee. That one just totally works for me because they're similar to us, three girls basically like talking over a brunch. Yeah. So I'm like, that's my stuff. That is your stuff. All right. So, for a while, you and I, Erica, were looking down the barrel of me potentially needing to travel for several months at a time for work. Yeah. That's no longer on the on the table for me, which is great. That's something I chose. But if I were out of the picture, let's say in a coma okay. for three months, and we're, the show was going to keep going, yeah, who would your co-host be? Oh, that's a great question. I think... Sunny Abada. <laughs> That's a great answer. Yes. Hey, Sunny. Hey, Sunny. Can't wait to meet you, girl. I know. I'm looking at our thing. You can see me, like, thinking. There's no lines on the crossband <laughs> while I'm talking. Thinking. Um, Sunny's so similar to us. Very zenial. She's a Pittsburgh girl like I am. We've gotten close through Instagram and then blogging and have become friends. We did dinner recently. And she gets us. She's so PLU, people like us. And, yeah, I would totally pick her. I think she would have a lot of great diverse stuff to talk about and still be and she's got a journalism background so she could totally fit into our format of every week we're basically delivering like a news segment using other podcasts I think she would be a great addition well I am informally inviting her right now to be our next guest oh 100% I texted her that today prep yourself you're the next one okay great look forward to that reminders what you got Amy yes I'm going to ask you a serious question. Okay. How much money mm-hmm. would it take mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for you to never, ever listen to another podcast again or hear people talk about podcasts again for as long as you live? Um, what do you say is okay? Oh. Pod, pod Mike down. Mike down. Because that was a tough question. Uh, tell me again what your friend Mike says is fuck you money. Uh, is my friend Eric, and it's three point nine million dollars because it should accrue interest two hundred thousand dollars in the bank every year. Okay, for three point nine million dollars, I could find something else to do with my free time than listen to podcasts. All right, I'll take it, and I'm really hoping I'm still recording on this <laughs> as I knocked the mic over. No, your light's still on. Right. You're good. Okay. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> um, okay, so this is super masturbatory of me. <laughs> what? Erica, this is my last question for you. Okay. What is your favorite recap that I have ever done? Like, that I have regaled you with sitting here at this podcast nook table? You've recapped so, so many to me. Um, 
Again, I've been asking you stumpers. My bad. Well, like, it's 47 plus episodes. You're, you did three an episode. <laughs> now we've got to, like, go back and think about that. But you've been looking that. back at the catalog this week in preparation for our birthday. I thought, I don't my know. Stuff. I thought maybe like you knew. My stuff. Like, your stuff. I know mine for you if you want some time to think. Sure. My favorite that you have ever told me... I'm trying to look up what episode it was because I wrote it down for you. It was in episode four, which was titled Use All of Our Words. And it was when you did the love and radio recap of The Girl of Ivory. <laughs> the sex doll The one. sex doll episode. <laughs> I loved that. I've never laughed harder. I know it was so many episodes ago. It's my favorite recap that you've ever done still, though. I hate to say. That's okay. I also love to say. You know what? One of my favorite ones that I recapped was the history of air conditioning. Because <laughs> it's 99% invisible be- podcast. Because it sounded like it could have been super dull. Uh, when you started, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> By the end, you're like, what? what? Tell me everything about air conditioning. Um, Yeah. Air conditioning is so fucking important in our lives. Um, I would say, I think you have maybe not a specific... Um, I'm trying to think, like, not a specific podcast episode recap, mm-hmm. but I think that maybe you've introduced me to some some podcasts that I didn't know I actually wanted to start listening to. Got so it. I think you got me more onto some um, pop culture ones, like Wells, your favorite oh, thing. Um, yeah, yeah, your favorite thing with Wells and, and uh, Brandy. And Brandy Cyrus, yeah. I would say when you prop up podcasts that are pop culture-y to me – it definitely alerts me, like, how did I miss that? Mm-hmm. Why didn't I know about that? Because I think I'm the more pop culture one, if yeah. you're the more true crimer. True. So I think when you pop those up, I definitely have that, er? oh, okay, I'm going to go and listen to that. Mer? Yes. All right, well, that's fun. Did you yeah. have one more for me, or are you good? Should we um, move on to our little do I have? Oh, you know what? Let's put things out in the universe real quickly. Yes, love so, it. So um, in the next year, we just talked about interviewing other people on our podcast and mm-hmm. having other guest hosts on. Mm-hmm. If you could put into the universe interviewing anybody from another podcast and kind of doing like a cross-promotional thing, mm-hmm. who is your get? Um, you know, I think it's got to be a get from someone that we talked – like I would say Danielle Schneider from uh, Sesh. Danny Pellegrino. Now, I think Danny Pellegrino is an attainable guest. I think he's an attainable guest, too. And I'm putting that out in the universe. We are going to interview Danny Pellegrino. Let's put it on our vision board. Going on the vision board. We have also, Daniel right Schneider is like a... It's our reach college. Like, we're going to apply to community or local because <laughs> we know we're going to get in. But it would just make my mom really happy if I threw just, something out to just, Northwestern. Let's just try. Exactly. Okay. Good one. So just a couple things we want to put out in the universers Sponsors. Yes. More listeners. Five-star reviews and ratings from all of our favorite Rewinders and some awesome interviews this year. Yeah, pick me, choose me, love me. Yes. All right, let's do some real quick recaps while we round out this year Year birthday show. Can I go real quick? Mine is super, super fast. Can so I go? Fine. Go for it, girl. Okay, cool. So we love Betches Media on this show, and they've got a new podcast out. I've listened to it a couple of times, but I haven't brought it up yeah. here yet. And it's down my alley, of course. It's called Not Another True Crime Podcast. They named their podcast so, so fucking well. Brilliant. Brilliant. Those, those Betches. 
<laughs> now, this is a really short show. It was 22 minutes. Perfect. Typically, it's co-hosted by Sam, uh, Sarah and... Forget the other host, my bad. Is it one of the creators of Betches? Yeah, Sarah Ailey, is one. Of, Sammy or Jordana? Oh, no, not one of them. Somebody else. But Sarah is an editor in chief, but is not okay, one not of one those of the three. three. Right. And then she's got a co host who was off this week. And this is just a bonus pod. And it's titled, Why Do People Fall for Nigerian Prince <laughs> Scams? Honestly, great fucking question. Great Why question. And I have to say, you know how you're really into feral children and um, Scientology? Not into them, but like the story of Well, them. like just wondering how. Yeah. How. Yes. I am kind of with that, with like yes. people who actually fall for Nigerian scams. Add it to the list. And I watch a lot of Dr. Phil, and he constantly is bringing like late middle age like 50 to 60 year old women on his show who who believe that they are in love with like you know white men who are just overseas but need money and all this and they always turn out to be Nigerian scammers and like they can't even speak English and these women just are you know whatever it's 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 horrific to watch on Dr. Phil. I also can't stop. Yeah, it's a but, car accident. I mean, I remember when I got my first email address and I got that Nigerian prince. You know, if you send me a thousand dollars, I'll send you back five thousand. Which turns, according to this podcast, there's a name for that: advanced fee fraud. Ah. So she interviewed a actually a movie maker who made a movie that um, went to Sundance this year called Nigerian Prince which is semi-autobiographical of his own life because he's an American whose family has roots in Nigeria. And his last two years of high school, he was forced by his own family to go to Nigeria and live there against his will. And he happened to, like, he was living with his own family and learned about how these Nigerian scams are run. And um, kind of wasn't... Firsthand involved, but knows a lot about it now. So did I just spit on you? I'm so sorry. I saw you wipe your eye. It's okay. We've been friends for 12 years. You're not going to break up with me over those. Nah. Um, but anyway, the, the podcast itself was only 22 minutes, like I said. So it Great. didn't give a lot of info, but totally piqued my interest yes. to watching this movie, Nigerian Prince. Yes. And just in general, I've listened to a few episodes of this, not another true crime podcast. It's a good one for the Betches media world. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I will be super quick with my podcast pop-up. This week, I listened to the... Sexy, unique podcast with Lara Marie Shanhall. Mm -hmm. And while our favorite show, Vanderpump Rules, is currently not on the air, she has been doing these one-off episodes. Get the last drop out of that bottle, babe. (laughs) Don't let any of it go to waste. It's your birthday. Um, Our birthday, darling. Yes. So um, this, she's been doing these one-offs. That is um, like a cast member's road to Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. So this week I listened to The Road to Sir, Kristen's Quest with Carrie O'Donnell. So it was all about her queen, Kristen Doty, and her road to Vanderpump Rules and how she got here. Because you know that Laura, Malie, Laura Marie. Marie looks the most like Kristen, and yes. that's why I think she loves Kristen the most. Yeah. Also, Kristen's crazy as fuck and great television. Yeah. So she says, you know, we went into her Wikipedia, and we, you know, got all of this information. She was born here, born then, but we all know <laughs> that this isn't true. Kristen was truly born during the Dust Bowl. Oh my god, this cracks me up. Tells this entire story about how she was born during the Dust Bowl in a farm in Indiana, 
the youngest of 12 children, 11 boys, and then Kristen, <laughs> and how the Dust Bowl took over the family farm, and they couldn't make crops or ends meet, so they decided to put Kristen up for sale, and nobody would buy her. And Kristen would go to sleep every night to the sound of her mother's crying, knowing in her heart that her mother was sad to part with her, but in fact, her mother was so sad that they had not sold her yet. <laughs> it goes on and on. An American tale. Oh my God, the storytelling between her and Carrie. He is hilarious. So Carrie's a guy. Um, just as back and forth, and as they would say, total lulls. I mean, <laughs> such a fucking L-O-L-Z. hoot. If you want to get a little bit of Vanderpump in your life and a lot of fucking lulls, this is definitely the episode for you. Oh my gosh, Erica Jarvis. Happy one year. <laughs> This, this is has broken. Been, yeah. This is broken. Mine is broken. What is that from? Oh, my God. Pretty Woman. The, the opera glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Anyway, uh, this has been a great... I oh, Well, I know it's been a great episode, but I've had a great I've time. I've had a great time. Recording this episode. I've had a great year podcasting with you. Yes, me too. My darling best friend. Yes, we are hopeful that the next 365 days, or as Amy calls it, a pod year, continues to bring us so much more. We hope you guys are having fun. And if you are, leave us a comment on our latest Insta. Tell us what you are loving. Drop us a line, podcastrwd at gmail. Follow us everywhere at podcastrwd, Twitter, Instagram. I guess like just be our friend and let's keep doing this together, guys. Let's get into year two. Let's go strong. Let's go hard. And let's remember to always be kind. And rewind. Bye, Bye, guys. Happy birthday.